I know the holidays are a time we're all supposed to get excited about, but sometimes it just feels like I can't celebrate until I get through my never-ending to-do list. That includes gifts. It's exhausting. I mean, I love the smile on people's faces when I get them something that's going to be meaningful and that they love, but the truth is it's also really hard and I'm really getting tired of giving people the same old, same old. I mean, I feel like we're finally emerging from this pandemic and I just want something that will get them to smile. So my team and I have been working really hard to up the ante over at Grown Up Gear with some super fun new stuff. My personal favorite, the baby bibs and the onesies with phrases like, I can't believe you're the grown up either, and new colors and designs of our top selling generosity line. And for the holidays, if you spend just $50 on any of the items from our generosity collection, we will gift you a $10 gift certificate that you can spend on something to be generous to, well, yourself. Just use code HOLIDAY, H-O-L-I-D-A-Y. And thanks again to everyone supporting Grown Up Gear. Your business helps support projects like this podcast, which remain free for all of you. Happy holidays, guys. This is a way of leading yourself professionally and personally to be of support because it all will come back. It will all come back around. And I can honestly say the dopamine you get, it feels really good to be helping others. You're listening to Financial Grown Up with me, certified financial planner, Bobby Rebel, author of How to Be a Financial Grown Up. And you know what? Being a grown-up is really hard, especially when it comes to money, but it's okay. We're going to get there together. I'm going to bring you one money story from a financial grown-up, one lesson, and then my take on how you can make it your own. We got this. Hey, friends. Have you been starting to venture out a little bit more recently, getting excited about seeing friends and family? in person after Zooming for so long, maybe planning some holiday travel, seeing people that you haven't seen in forever, or well, basically almost two years for most of us. I'm even looking up my airline credits from all of those trips that were canceled over the pandemic and kind of figuring out when I'm going to use them. Because by the way, the airlines are starting to put on expiration dates for some of those trips that you were getting sort of indefinite credit for for a while. So this is just a side note, check on those. Anyway, more of us are even starting to go to work in person and we like a lot of the parts of it. What I'm hearing is that while we don't love the commute and we've definitely gotten lazy, at least I have with the whole getting out of sweats things every day. I've even done some full pajama days, I hate to admit, but maybe you're there with me. The one thing that we all miss about working in person, well, I shouldn't say all, but a lot of us at least, is connecting with people in person. It's different. Here's the thing. A lot of us need help with that thing, the whole connecting thing. It's weird. We're out of practice. So I'm going to share with you guys a very special interview that I did with the ultimate expert in connecting, Susan McPherson. She is the author of The Lost Art of Connecting, The Gather, Ask, Do Method for Building Meaningful Relationships. If you have not picked it up yet, it's a great gift to yourself or to anyone who wants to get better at connecting, which is pretty much all of us. 
In our interview, Susan shares five specific tips to connect and intentionally leverage our network of friends and colleagues. Remember, no need to take notes on any of these episodes. They are all on my website, which is just my name, bobbyrebell.com. Just go to the podcast area, drop down, and you'll be right where you need to be. Here is Susan McPherson. Susan McPherson, welcome back. You are a financial grown-up. We're so happy to have you here again. Bobby, I couldn't pick a better place to be. We are going to be talking about your new book, The Lost Art of Connecting, The Gather, Ask, and Do Method for Building Meaningful Relationships. And what better time than now when we are just on the cusp, I hope, oh please, I hope, of getting out of this debacle that has been quarantine, COVID-19, and the last year, right? Absolutely. But I have to say, if anything, over this last year, one thing we all have realized is how much we miss human connection. So true. And you are the ultimate connector. I mean, literally, so funny, because at the beginning of this book, you talk about the fact that some people have called you a human CRM app. And that's so true. It is something I have loved all my life. So what better than to excel at something that you love doing? Well, as someone that has personally benefited from your generosity and your graciousness and your giving nature, I can just, first of all, attest to the truth of that. You did bring with you five practical tips for a daily connection with colleagues, neighbors, and others in your community and network. That's the formal name, but you know what? Really, we're talking about how to reset after everything that's been going on. What's your first tip? Spend a little bit of time now reflecting and thinking about what it is you want to accomplish when you emerge. You know, do some old-fashioned navel-gazing and think about the communities and the people you want to surround you, because you do have this opportunity now. Very well said. What is your second tip? Maybe it's time to forget FOMO, that fear of missing out, and instead create JOMO, which is a little bit different than what you may think. Instead of the joy of missing out, it's actually the joy of meeting others. And as we return to a sense of normalcy, consider becoming a convener. And I will say for those of you who tend to be more introverted, this does not mean you have to gather a hundred people. You can create a convening of four friends or four colleagues and ask them to each bring one. And voila, no more FOMO. I love that. And it reminds me, and we're going to digress just for a moment, of part of your book where you talk about creating rituals, something our mutual friend Erica Kesman talks about in her latest book. But that can be part of getting that done, of JOMO. Absolutely. It doesn't all have to be sitting around having cocktails. You can gather groups for taking a walk and talk. You can gather groups for a cooking class. Again, we've been doing this in some shape, way, or form online. But now you have an opportunity to actually potentially maybe by the summer in small groups doing it in real life. Oh, we all can't wait for that. What is your third (laughs) tip? Well, and this is a, a big component of the book, and it's ask. Ask questions to truly build connection. First, I would highly recommend learning the art of the ask. Have five or six questions at the ready that will help you elicit meaningful responses from those you are chatting with. So instead of just talking about yourself, start asking people questions, not about the weather, not about what they had for lunch today, but how they honestly are doing or how have they fared during the last 12 months and what are they looking forward to in the next 12 months? And one underlying theme in your book, by the way, is the importance of curiosity. Yes. And to me, it's a drug and a positive drug because 
it is curiosity that leads you to the path to understand and appreciate people for where they are and see people. And most importantly, that curiosity helps you then to be able to follow up and be supportive. Which is another big theme in your book. And that brings us to your fourth tip. Yes. Well, it's important, of course, to ask, but we won't be successful at asking if we don't know how to listen. So number four is, you know, let's step up our listening skills. And believe it or not, something like 75% of the time, most of us are distracted. And that's partially due to all the devices and all of just the daily mayhem that every one of us lives through. But I carry a notebook with me now, and maybe that's just a sign of my aging, feeble brain. But more importantly, it helps me remember when somebody tells me something about themselves, and therefore I'm able to follow up in a more expedient and probably more reliable fashion. That really is everything. And so let's talk about following up and let's get to your fifth tip. My fifth tip is essentially that once you've listened, after asking the important questions, The follow-up is vitally important because that establishes trust. It establishes reliability and dependability. All the things that you want to be professionally and probably personally as well. So if you truly listen and go so far as take notes, you will have all the tools you need to actually artfully follow up and be effective. And I want to just caveat all of this, Bobby. This isn't about putting everyone else before you. But this is a way of leading yourself professionally and personally to be of support because it all will come back. It will all come back around. And I can honestly say the dopamine you get, and you know this, Bobby, you you support so many women and men and probably children. (laughs) But, you know, that notion, it feels really good to be helping others. That reminds me of some advice that your father gave you growing up that really still resonates with you and and really hit home for me. Yes. And that was to always ask first how you can be of help before stepping up and doing. Yeah. And what would be an example of how someone could put that into, I mean, what I love about this book also is it's so specific and practical. Give us some examples first of that, of how someone would put that into their, into their life. And then I have, I'm going to try to squeeze in one more question before we wrap. Just. Just a week ago, a dear friend of mine introduced me to a lovely woman who is trying to expand her portfolio. She and I had a 30-minute conversation. Literally, not only an hour after our conversation, I was able to introduce her to the executive director of an organization whose board I serve on. And literally, the next day, she had an opportunity to actually lead a workshop for that organization. So that all happened within 24 hours. I didn't ask for anything in return. I literally, having the conversation with this wonderful woman named Natalie, after that conversation, I was so impressed that I introduced her again to the executive director of a board whose organization I serve on and was able to facilitate an opportunity for her. That It was a perfect example of how it wasn't a huge lift on my part, yet it enormously helped Natalie and it also helped the organization for which the board I serve on. Absolutely. And it also goes to the fact that we get so busy in our lives that we sometimes go through phases where we feel like we have to say no to even have time to breathe. And then you have to balance that because you also have some good advice. You say, always take the meeting. Tell us more about that and why that is so important. 
Well, I have the proof in the pudding for that. And that is my company is now eight years old. And seven years in, I realized that 98% of our business had been inbound, uh, which is pretty remarkable for a consulting firm. And I realized that in my 20s and 30s, all those meetings I took that were, yes, challenging at times, because of course I was busy, those people came back 20, 30 years later. And it wasn't like when I was 25, I was saying, oh, I'm going to be calling on you in 2020 when I have a company to see if you'll buy services for me. It was not even a glimmer in my, in my brain. So every single person we meet is a conduit to something else, to someone else, to something new, to learning something about ourselves. And if we don't open those doors and we don't take those meetings, we are missing tremendous opportunities. I fervently believe that. And I live that every day. It's so true. So many major things in my life have happened by almost chance meetings, little meetings that you didn't think were going to be meaningful. And then they do end up having a huge impact sometimes right then, as in the case you described earlier, and sometimes not for years later. And that's also important. They're true friendships. The final thing I wanted to just touch on is you talk about expressing gratitude. And that's something that sometimes gets lost in the hustle and bustle. I've certainly been guilty of not always properly thinking everyone that's done amazing things for me. It's tough. We get so busy and so distracted and are just keeping up with the world. Certainly as we get back into hopefully some sense of normalcy now, talk to me more about expressing gratitude and specific ways that people can do that. Don't overthink it. Sometimes just a quick phone call, a quick text, a DM, shining a light on socials, showcasing someone else. Those are all very immediate, quick and simple and easy. You don't have to go so far as sending flowers or sending cookies, although that's certainly a wonderful thing to do. But whatever is going to be the most expedient way sometimes is the best way because that's the way it'll get done. But I think it's important to plan one bit of gratitude every single day. And that includes gratitude for yourself. And as you mentioned earlier, it's important to give, but it's also important to be practical and also look out for yourself. Absolutely. Susan, this has been so wonderful. Tell us more about where people can find out more about you. We know your book is going to be on sale literally everywhere. So I hope people will pick it up and continue to get all of these incredible gems. It is very readable. I will tell you that it's concise, specific, practical in all the best ways. And yet it has the warmth of your personality in it. Where can people follow up with you once they get the book? First of all, I am glowing. Thank you so much. Hearing that from you means the world to me, Bobby. I have so much respect for you personally, professionally. Thank you. Um, You can find me at my company's website, mcpstrategies.com. I'm on all the social platforms with the name Susan McP1. And of course, the book can be purchased at your local bookstores or any of the major online booksellers. And I am grateful for you to give it a shot. Thank you so much. Thank you. All right, guys, that was an awesome interview. Here's my take. Financial grown-up tip number one, create a system to track those connections. Susan talked about carrying a notebook to jot things down about people so she doesn't forget. I'm going to write that down 
to come up with a system for myself because if I had a notebook, I'd probably misplace the notebook, but I'm gonna come up with a system, probably something on my phone because even though I tend to lose my phone, I do always seem to find it, but you get the idea. And by the way, feel free to send me your suggestions for how I can implement Susan's methodology for this, but we're gonna go with a phone for now. Financial grown-up tip number two make it personal. So Susan talked about reaching out to a handful of people each day. I've been on the receiving end of this from Susan and it's awesome. She sends these photos from gatherings that she's had with me in it with a quick thinking of you. Takes probably a moment on her time, but it totally makes my day. So I want to ask you guys, what little things make big impacts on your days? DM me on Instagram at bobbyrebell one I would love more ideas. Go out, treat yourself, maybe some friends to a copy of Susan's book, The Lost Art of Connecting, The Gather, Ask, Do Method for Building Meaningful Relationships. Big thanks to Susan for helping us all be financial grownups. The Financial Grownup Podcast is a production of BRK Media. The podcast is hosted by me, Bobby Rebel, but the real magic happens behind the scenes with our team. Steve Stewart is our editor and producer, and Amanda Savin is our talent coordinator and content creator. So yeah, that means she does the show notes you can get for every show right on our website and all the fantastic graphics that you can see on our social media channels. Our mission here at Financial Grown Up is to help you be at your financial best in every stage of life. And this year, we want to help you get there by giving away some of our favorite money books. To get yours, make sure you are on the grown-up list. Go to bobbyrebell.com to sign up for free. While you're there, please check out our grown-up gear shop and help support the show by buying something to express your commitment to being a financial grown-up. Stay in touch on Instagram at bobbyrebell one and on Twitter at bobbyrebell. You can email us at hello at financialgrownup.com And if you enjoyed the show, please tell a friend and maybe leave a review on Apple Podcasts. It only takes a couple minutes. Join us next time for more stories to help you live your best grown-up life.